Welcome to the Athena Wellness Podcast, the show that invites you to take a seat around the community fire and listen to stories that inspire. I'm your host, Kathy Robinson, author, coach, and founder of Athena Wellness, a company that helps women enhance their well-being and reimagine their current stage of life as a time of strength and reconnection with themselves. While I was developing the idea for this podcast and outlining the shows for the year, I began to envision them, these individual episodes, almost like a string of Tibetan prayer flags, you know, the ones that you see stretched across the blue skies of the Himalayas. And I've been keeping that picture in my mind's eye. These shows stitched together in a colorful strand, waving in the wind, spreading goodwill and compassion, and creating a safe and uplifting space for all of us. It's in this space we can transform. It's in this space we can reclaim our warrior spirit. And it's in this place we can explore what it means to live wholeheartedly at this stage of life. I'm so glad you decided to join me. In today's episode, I'll tell you a little bit about myself and what I have planned for you with this podcast. I'll also share the significance of Athena and what I mean by the phrase reclaiming our warrior spirit. Spoiler alert, it's about finding purpose and meaning in life, even during challenging times. And we've been living through some challenging times. And it's about living in alignment with your values, with enthusiasm and compassion. I'll wrap up today's show with a simple but effective way on how you can use Athena's archetype to begin to explore your own warrior spirit that could be done in five minutes. So sit back, take a nice long breath to ground yourself in presence, and let's get started. So let me tell you a little bit about myself and the podcast. As previously mentioned, I'm Kathy Robinson, author, coach, and founder of Athena Wellness. I wasn't always in the wellness business, though. In fact, I started my career on Wall Street, working for a number of banks and brokerage houses. After 18 years and a pretty intense wellness realization in the middle of the Alaskan wilderness at age 40, I decided to leave Wall Street and join a Fortune 250 human capital management company, where I worked for 15 years, half of that time as its chief audit executive and chief risk officer. A few years ago, I began to think about the second act of my career. I asked myself a question I never asked before. How would I like to spend my time? I look back now and I find that astounding that I never considered how I was spending my time each day. Turns out the answer was on my bookshelf and on the iPad I carried on all the flights I took as I traveled for work. Everything I was reading was about healthy eating, and endurance sports, weight training, along with things like writing, creativity, spirituality, simple living, meditation, nature, all of these topics that fell under the umbrella of wellness, of living a good life. But I had no idea how to turn personal interests and passions into a business until I found wellness coaching. While I was working, I studied to become a certified wellness coach and created Athena Wellness Enterprises. In my last year of corporate, I started blogging and writing a book called The Athena Principles, Simple Wellness Practices for Overworked Professionals. 
I've been working full-time on Athena Wellness since retirement, or as I like to call it, rewirement, and loving life as an entrepreneur. I've met a ton of wonderful people, built a virtual team that I love working with, and I get to learn something new every day and, and grow in ways I could have never imagined. It is not the easiest life path creating a business from scratch, but it's the right path for me at this time. So once the book was out and the business was operational, I began to look for a new challenge in the new year. Reflecting back on the unusual year we all experienced in 2020, I thought about the adjustment I had to make in promoting a newly published book during the unfolding of a pandemic, having to switch from in-person appearances to virtual ones, including being a guest on other people's podcasts. And I realized how much I enjoyed what turned into a podcast tour during the summer and fall of 2020. And I started to get excited about the idea of creating my own podcast. And that's how our paths have crossed today. I love listening to podcasts too, on my runs, in the car, and sometimes as motivation to do work around the house, especially if I've been putting off a task for a while tax preparation, shoveling snow, yard work, you get the picture. I subscribe to a number of shows and I always look forward to new episodes. And over the last few months, I've been paying close attention to the elements of shows that I liked and thinking about what would be engaging for my audience. So I've decided on a varied show format that includes solo shows like this one, interviews, conversations, coaching sessions, Uh, Q&A shows where I address questions that you submit, and brief midweek check-ins. No matter the format of a particular episode, my aim in growing our Athena tribe is to have you feeling moved, encouraged, and enthused at the end of each show. Now let's talk a little bit about the significance of Athena. Athena was the Greek goddess of reason, intellect, and art. According to Greek mythology, she was born fully grown, springing from the forehead of her father, Zeus. She was known for being fierce and brave and battled, but she also was principled and only engaged in war when it was in defense of state or home. And while Athena carried a spear and a shield to signify strength, she was also considered the most intelligent and the wisest of the Greek gods. She was said to be a savvy strategist and an innovator and is often pictured with an owl on her shoulder depicting her wisdom, and sometimes she's pictured near an olive tree as a symbol of peace and hope. Athena was also a patron of the arts and, according to some sources, known for her generosity and compassion, as well as her ability to give courage to those in need of that trait. I think Athena is a great archetype. An archetype is a useful model, one that demonstrates behaviors or characteristics that we ourselves can emulate or incorporate into our own lives. And for me, Athena represents the perfect balance between left brain logic and objectivity and right brain intuition and creativity. She was independent, unapologetically herself, and fully owned her power. And aren't there times when just attending to our responsibilities feels like it requires the strength and wisdom of a Greek goddess? 
times when we feel like we're living disparate inner and outer lives, times when we wish we can just tap into and rely upon our inner knowing. So many people count on us. We may be called to run households, manage careers, care for elders, and see to the needs of partners and families. Somewhere in that execution and busyness, our own needs and desires can get buried until we lose touch with ourselves. My intention for this podcast is to offer the opportunity to examine where and how your time is spent and the freedom to say no to things that no longer align with what you value most. This can be done with open and honest self-questioning, and that in turn can lead to reshaping your current life into an integrated one that flows with vitality, creativity, and connection, a process that can be nothing less than transformative. And if you're already on that path, I'm hoping that this podcast will support you as you continue along your way. I believe you already have the Athena qualities inside you, and I look forward to helping you tap into that strength and inner wisdom. And finally, I'd like to say a few words on what it means to reclaim our warrior spirit. First, what is warrior spirit? It's one of those terms where a definition won't do it justice. It's better understood through its qualities, and here are a few that come to mind. When we honor our warrior spirit, our mind, body, and spirit are in alignment. And that is we live from the heart, which for me is another word for spirit. So how we feel, spirit, works in harmony with the thoughts we think, mind, and the actions we take, body. When we honor our warrior spirit, we take responsibility for our lives. We seek resolution over avoidance. In fact, we find purpose and meaning in our challenges and see them as another opportunity to practice, an opportunity to improve and to get to know ourselves better. When we honor our warrior spirit, we're self-reliant and we trust that we have everything we need for the journey. We believe we can navigate any territory and have faith that when we need help, the right people and circumstances will present themselves. As a result of this honoring, a deep presence is cultivated. I'm sure you can bring to mind someone you know or someone you admire who has that tangible presence that when you see them, you can feel a steadiness, a focus, a confidence, also a love of life and a commitment to be of service, yet somehow they seem to walk lightly. These folks are not born that way. It comes from daily practice. And the secret is, it doesn't matter what the activity is. It's how you show up. It's the mindset that you bring to the activity. I've seen examples of the warrior spirit displayed not only in places you'd expect to see it, like the meditation cushion or on a martial arts mat, but also in stories from places like the battlefield. And I've personally witnessed it in the corporate boardroom, high-powered executives operating from their heart and in service to their employees versus profits. 
I've also seen it on what's referred to as the road less traveled, the life paths that we take that are off the beaten path. These are the routes that are harder, yet they're more rewarding. They are certainly less crowded, and they are definitely more scenic. So with all of this as a backdrop, what does it mean to reclaim our warrior spirit? Simply, it means that we honor our truest selves and our deepest desires, that we show up in life as who we are at our essence, and we allow ourselves to be seen. And I'll tell you, it is easier said than done. This is deep, vulnerable work. It's the kind of transformation that doesn't happen overnight. It's a journey that is ongoing and it's so life-changing. And I can tell you that from personal experience, experiences that I'll share as we continue to walk this path together. So how do we begin to connect with our own warrior spirit? A mentor of mine likes to say, your life is speaking to you. And it's been my experience that this is true, and when we quiet the noise, we actually can hear our own wisdom. I call this place the still point. I've had three major wellness realizations, or what I call turning points, in my life, and they all came about because I got quiet enough to hear what I needed to hear and curious enough to follow those whispers. So here's a simple practice that I recommend to begin to create a still point where you can engage in relationship with your warrior spirit. So try this. Since the warrior spirit is built on the commitment of honoring the self, I suggest you commit to five minutes a day. This is a great way to start a practice because it's doable and trackable, the cornerstones of creating positive habits. The practice is simple, and I call it hand-over-heart breathing. I suggest you do it first thing in the morning, but you can adapt it to fit your current life circumstances. Here's how to do it. Upon waking, set your alarm for five minutes. I use the timer on my phone. Lay in bed, get comfortable, and place your right hand over your heart. Say to yourself, for the next five minutes, no one needs me and I don't need to make any decisions. This creates a space just for you. Breathe naturally, let thoughts come and go, because they will, and focus on the energy you feel emanating from your heart area. Just feel that warrior energy. That's all you need to do. When the timer goes off, go about your day. And then give yourself a little check mark in your calendar or on a sticky note on the days that you've completed. I would recommend practicing this for at least 30 days in a row without missing. And I think that you'll find that you look forward to this daily connection time. And my guess is that you'll choose to want to continue. This simple exercise helps you connect with your own wisdom, with your inner Athena, and create a center of calm in your being. I hope you enjoy working with this practice and will continue to work with this tool point together in future episodes. Well, we've come to the end of the first of what I hope will be many episodes to come of the Athena Wellness Podcast. 
I hope you enjoyed learning a bit about my story and Athena's too, and have a better sense of what warrior spirit is and how you might begin to recognize and work with it in your life. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know there are many ways you can spend your time. Thank you for choosing to spend it with me. Until our paths cross again, be kind to yourself and show your warrior spirit some love. If you enjoyed this episode and found it of value, please hit subscribe and leave a review. That helps others find their way to our circle and ensures you'll never miss an episode. And if you have a question you'd like addressed on the show, or you just want to get in touch with me, visit www.athenawellness.com slash contact. Until next time, be well.